conclusion inevitable. It was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion. Hello there, folks. Welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast that makes me want to live in Indiana. I am Dan O'Keefe, and joining me as always is Anna Otto. Anna, how are you? I'm good, Dan. I went into this being like, I love this movie, and there were certain scenes that made me want to leave my skin. Oh my god! Sorry. Wow. To Sean Astin. Wow. I'll tell you what they are. I'm sorry, Sean Astin. I prefer him as a hobbit, okay? Okay. Fine. But I like like this movie a lot. I'm I'm so interested to see what scenes made you want to crawl out of your skin. Oh, God, I'm thinking about it right now, and I have the ick. Is it all just secondhand embarrassment stuff? Yes! Okay. Of course it is. Um, But I'm going to say something. Hang on. How old was... Sean Astin when they made this movie. He was like 22 or 23 or something. Oh, okay, good. Because he was looking scrumptious. <laughs> yeah, he was an adult. So you don't have to worry oh, about God. that. God. I was just making sure because I was a little nervous. <laughs> Do you oh, know? He was looking fine. Interesting mm-hmm. fact about Sean Astin. He married his wife when he was 21 and they're still together. I love that. Sometimes, you know, for some people, it works. Right? If I married who I was with at 21, it would be nobody because I was single. <laughs> if I married who I was with at 21, uh, nothing would be different. Oh, stop. Uh, that was cute. Thank you. <gasps> I'm about to cry. That was actually really cute. Wow. Really? Just a lot cuter I just than dropped mine. my wedding ring. Um. <laughs> Dion, you've only had it for like. Two weeks. For a week and a half, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, totally unrelated to Rudy and anything, I just found out that there was an MTV reality show that aired in 2005 called The 70s mm-hmm. House. Like a version of Big Brother, but it w- the conceit was 12 contestants had to live in a 24-7 simulation of the 70s. I feel like you and Anna would thrive. Required to part with all modern technology... And all modern clothing and lingo, and only adopt their cultural equivalents of the 1970s. So you had to say, like, groovy and far out? Yeah. Disco, baby. Disco. The winner was Andrew. I no think. last name? The, just Andrew. Good for him. Good for Andrew, no last name. Yeah, right? Do I, the, Well, okay, the contestants' names were Andrew, Joey, Corey, Sarah, Sarah. Linda, Ashley, Jamie, Ruben, Haley, Peter, Lee, and Geo. None of them have I last names. I feel like names. they should have all changed their names to be things that were popular in the 70s. Yeah. Uh, Fago. Uh, Pop Rocks. I didn't uh, mean like foods. Impeachment. I meant like the names. Uh, 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 all the President's Men. Uh, Star mm. Wars. Uh, mm. uh, uh, marijuana. Yes. Uh, right-wing cultural backlash. Uh, you know, Ooh, stuff like that. Good one. Good answer. Good Taxpayer answer. Taxpayer revolt. Conversation pits. Conversation <laughs> pits. That's what you're what just you, going so fast. That's what you um, call someone 
who whenever they lift up their arms, people have to talk about it. <laughs> hey, what up? It's Conversation Pits over here. Disgusting. Thank you. Anyway, the movie that we're talking about today is Rudy. There were so many people in this that I didn't realize were in this because when I last watched it, I did not know who any of them were. Mm -hmm. And now I watched it as an adult and I was like, I'm attracted to a lot of these people. (laughs) And by a lot, I mean just Sean Astin and John Favreau. Uh, Directed by David Anspaw, who also directed another movie. Oh, let's see. Do tell. He directed Hoosiers. Written by Angelo Pizzo, who wrote Hoosiers. This is just functionally a sequel to Hoosiers. Okay. Um, But based on a true story? Question mark? Yeah, I mean, Hoosiers is technically based on a true story. Okay. Not a direct one, though. It was inspired by a team that won the 1954 state championship in indiana Mm. my future home state based on this movie alone starring sean Mm. astin ned Beatty, charles s dutton lily taylor and robert prosky along with Mm -hmm. go on john favreau (gasps) okay i gotta look up another i have so many tabs open and it's just so i can look at the Men I have crushes on. How embarrassing. <laughs> also, also, one more credit. I'm going to read his name as he is credited in the film. Vincent Vaughn. I was talking about this at work because one of my coworkers loves Vince Vaughn. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he's in Rudy. Also, have you seen the Shot for Shot remake of Psycho? And she said, for the hundredth time, I'm not watching that. <laughs> <laughs> I said, that's for the best. Yeah, good call. Released on October 15th, 1993, with a budget of $12 million. It made $22.8 million at the box office. And on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 78% approval rating. Though undeniably sentimental and predictable, Rudy succeeds with an uplifting spirit and determination. Mm. Roger Ebert, positive review. I mean, middle-aged men love it. Yeah, because they're living out the dreams they never got to live. I don't know. Every failed high school athlete dreams of having a Rudy moment. Not me. Well, you're kind of missing the first part of that sentence, too. I did cross country, Daniel. Okay. No one cheers for cross country. My father did. I'm sorry. Anywho. One person (laughs) cheers for cross country. (laughs) Sorry, I just said oh, because when I googled John Favreau, a picture of him in this movie came up, and he just looks so cute. (laughs) Man, I would have been such a simp back in time. Calm down. If I could travel back and I still am a simp. Hi, John. Hi. (laughs) What was the first time you saw Rudy? In high school. We watched it in a film class. Okay. And I just remember, um, I didn't really know if I'd like it because it was a football movie and I didn't really care about sports. Just like (laughs) so much has changed. Um, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, we were watching it because of the effects when his, his friend dies. Mm. Spoiler alert. That's it. And that was all I remembered. Explosion. 
Yeah, I, it was something, I can't remember exactly where we were watching it, but we did watch it in my TV tent class for special effects. And I remember that that was the only thing that stuck with me. Hmm. Interesting. It was like, I know he plays football and I know he has to like, he struggles to get there. But I also know that his, someone close to him kills in a fiery explosion <laughs> or dies. I mean, excuse me. I I first saw it like at winter break in college and I was watching it in my parents' basement and I was like classic dang I would love to live in South Bend, Indiana in the late 60s. Disgusting. Horrible. I would thought. love to live on the campus of Notre Dame at this time period. <laughs> it's so beautiful mm. and it's always the fall. That's not how Indiana works in real life. I know. For the record. I've been, I have family in Indiana. I love my family in Indiana. I don't love Indiana. Neither. <laughs> I've driven through Indiana so many times. You know, actually, when we were um, little, we, when we were little, when I was little, my parents took us on a family vacation to Ohio. Okay. For, <sighs> there was a SeaWorld there at one point in time. I'm not saying there was it a was SeaWorld right. in Ohio? Look it's up SeaWorld Ohio. It's missing the C part. Uh, SeaWorld Ohio. Look it up. It was real. I went there. Yeah. And we stopped is. at Notre Dame on the way. Okay. That's the whole story. There's a picture so you, of me with Touchdown Jesus. It closed in 2000. Yeah, we went when I was little. Yeah, real little. Yeah. Shamu was there. Yeah, I saw him. I saw his bitch ass. You will leave. <laughs> uh, now it is fully torn down. Yeah, as it should be, if I'm being honest. Um, should not have ever existed. No. Cleveland, or Ohio, sorry, Aurora, Ohio, is not the mm. area that I would think that a SeaWorld should be in. Not the place that I think my parents, I mean, why did they decide that was the place for us to go? I don't know. Yeah, they, did, they were like, ah, yes, some culture for the children, mm. for the child, for the lonely girl who wants to see a whale. Were you into whales? What? Were you into whales? No. I was little, and my parents didn't want to go to Disney World every fucking year. <laughs> <laughs> we went a lot, though. I'll be straight with you. SeaWorld Ohio is the only closed SeaWorld. Yeah, because it should never have existed. Yeah, you're right. It anyway, never, Rudy. Mm-hmm. Um, Want to just get into it? Yes. Hey, guess what? I said that really hornily. Yeah, I'm you so just want to get into it. <laughs> I don't know if you want to get into it or you want it to get into you. Whatever we do. I want to look and talk about young Sean Astin and John Favreau at any point. I Okay, I just need to say, in this movie, I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. if it's his makeup, if it's his hair. John Favreau looks like a, a cartoon character. And I... What's the quote from Twilight? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Hang on, I'm going to find it. 
hold please put some put some like elevator music here this is really spooky elevator music tall and tan and young and lovely anna's looking for some words because she's horny for young john favreau are you ready for this yes about three things i was i was gonna just say the third thing which is i was unconditionally and irrevocably in love with him but i'm gonna read the whole quote please about three things i was absolutely positive first edward was a vampire second there was a part of him and i didn't know how potent that part might be that thirsted for my blood and third i was unconditionally and irrevocably in love with a young john favreau okay it's the late 1960s in beautiful Joliet, Illinois. Hey. Disgusting. What's Joliet best known for? The Blues Brothers. And the prison. Oh, yeah. Well, that's also the Blues Brothers. Yes. Right? They're yeah. interconnected. Do you know who's from Joliet? Someone I know. Nick like Offerman. A real person? What the fuck is with Illinois having all these cool people? <laughs> what do we have? Fucking cows and milk. Hey, that's not true. You know, You know who Wisconsin has? Willem Dafoe. U.S. Senator Joseph McCarthy. My hero. Inventor of Earth Day? No. No, Joseph McCarthy. Who am I thinking? Oh, I'm thinking of Gaylord. Yeah. Sorry. The Red Scare. I got them confused. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we're in Joliet. Earth Day. And we meet Rudy Rudiger. His real name's Daniel. It It was Gaylord Nelson. My bad, everyone. Mm-hmm. Rudy Rudiger, playing football in high school. Last football game, senior year. He's also failing at school because we later learn he is dyslexic. We oh, that had me crying. We didn't talk about how short he is. Yes, he's like five six. It was it was making my heart go pitter patter. We know I love a short king. He's a he's an undersized football player. He's got no future in college, at least uh, not at Notre Dame. Maybe he could play at like mm-hmm. uh, Whitewater. Um, hey, they have the best D3 school for football. That's not true. It is Oh, true. sorry, D3, yeah. Sorry. Because there's also... I went there. there. There's FCS football, which is oh, no. lower Division One. This is D3. Yes. Are you going to go there to play football? Yeah. Kicker. <laughs> oh, come on. You could be a linebacker. Thank you so much. Throw your weight around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Actually, interesting. I want to see a football team. Maybe this wouldn't work now because of a our, our changing views of gender roles. But mm-hmm. in like the eighties, have a girl play linebacker or have a girl play running back. What's the other team gonna I don't do? Know which one that is? It, that's the the r- person who runs with the ball. Um, oh, okay. What's the other that team gonna do? Good. Would they have tackled her? Yes. Some douche canoe would be like, I'm going to make a point and tackle her. (laughs) Am I wrong? (laughs) I'm not saying that the wrong thing to do would be to not tackle her or to tackle her. I'm just saying some douche canoe would do it for that reason and do it extra hard. Mm -hmm. Oh, I I believe that. But I wonder how Mm -hmm. far along they could get with with a girl as a running back back then. I think now um, there would just be people yelling about trans people in sports who couldn't even get far enough please yeah i don't have the strength because people like that exhaust me (laughs) yeah we had a girl kicker at my high school i think nice like the entire like multiple 
I remember I, the our high school newspaper. They printed an article each time, and it was like kicker with a ponytail. Ooh. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. A man can have a ponytail. <laughs> no. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Ponytails we're are girl the hair. 60s. You're right. Come on. My fucking bad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Rudy, he's got some uh, dicks of priests for high school teachers. Uh, yeah, God, I was like, those are mean priests. Uh, Rudy, this bus is meant for prospective students. You're too stupid to go to Notre Dame. Have you considered oh God, the scream? I scrolled. Killing yourself? I don't know. Literally, they were like, "You suck ass." Did you know? Listen, God puts us on this earth for many reasons. We don't know why He put you here. So, uh, go die in a factory or something. They had those stereotypical priest glasses on right? too. They all looked like Dang. Father Mulcahy's brothers from MASH. Oh. <laughs> uh, so uh, he does not go to college. He doesn't have the grades, and he doesn't play college football. Uh, instead, he goes to work at the factory, the steel mill, with his dad. Also, mm. earlier, we see a, a very young Rudy and his brother, and they are his dad is a huge Notre Dame football fan. Mm-hmm. In this house, they only watch Notre Dame football. Notre Dame football fans, low-key culty. Changed my mind. No, correct. Big-key culty. Yeah. High-key. Because, like, lest we forget, I've been to Notre Dame's campus mm-hmm. just to see Touchdown Jesus. So Hey, I will say, Touchdown Jesus, that's a really good-looking mural. I mean, it's gorgeous. Yeah. I love it. Big fan. Um, okay. I'll send you a picture of that next time I'm at my parents' house from the trip to Ohio book. Please do. I'm very excited. I'm very interested to see you beneath the outstretched arms of mid-century cubist touchdown Jesus. I think I'm also posing as though I were <laughs> touchdown Jesus. I, I, my dad isn't really a sport, like big into sports. He'll watch them if they're on, but he's not like a sports mm-hmm. fan or anything. Yeah. I don't, I, th- I think it would be really weird to grow up with a dad that's that into it you're like their emotions ride or die with how their teams do yeah considering my dad's super into sports too but he's never been like that yeah and like i'm a i like sports but also like if the team that i'm cheering for loses i'm like oh that's sad yeah that's too do bad. you want to know a sad fact oh it's uh like Spousal abuse is the highest whenever a football team loses. Mm, specifically the Packers, of course, in Wisconsin. Oh, well, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that is really sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the people doing that, one, don't. Two, thank you. get a hobby. Period. Take it out on a, on a, I don't know, a workbench. Go fucking knit something. I don't know. Go to a go to a, uh, a junkyard and just throw wrenches at cars. I don't know if you really want to get have it out. Tried, have you tried crying? Hey, hey, let's not let's not go that far. Okay, sorry everyone. <laughs> uh, speaking of crying, Rudy's friend Pete, who was the only person that like believes in him basically in his life. Uh, mm-hmm. Not even his fucking girlfriend. That had me shook. No, right? She's like, you're short and stupid. Uh, Damn. Nothing's gonna happen with you. Um, oh, I got things to say about her later. So, Rudy, he is working at the steel mill. He's turning knobs, but stuff isn't coming out of the knobs. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like me with women. Um, 
Ew. <laughs> then he doesn't turn, turn enough knobs. And then there is an explosion at the mill and Pete dies. And he gets ragdolled away from the explosion, too. That's like a... Mm-hmm. It's like the bus explosion from Speed, but it happened at a Joliet oh. mill. Amen. Mill work ain't easy. Mill work ain't hard. You know what I'm saying? Mill work ain't easy. You got Pete fucked up. Oh, that's a different song entirely. Yes. Um. Yes. So then Rudy... I love that song. Rudy's... Anyway goes to the Greyhound station to catch the bus to go to Notre Dame and his dad stops by and he's like, hey, have you considered not? He cries at the funeral though like a good person. He does. I'm proud of him. Rudy. Letting his little tears out. Rudy feels. Amen. We love to see it. And then you skipped right over the fact that his girlfriend was like, you know, if you're going to Notre Dame, you're going alone. Yeah, well. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, because you suck. (laughs) Shelly or Sherry or whatever the fuck her name was. Sherry. Yeah, Sherry. Ooh, I was going to go with Oh, Sherry. Oh. Oh, Sherry. Mm-hmm. Rudy takes the bus to Notre Dame. Do you think the mm-hmm. French hate Indiana? Because we call it Notre Dame. Yeah, instead of Notre Dame. I don't know, but Ireland loves Indiana. Ireland loves Notre Dame. I know they do. I know they do. Uh, so he goes, he's not academically eligible to enroll after having a conversation with a night guard and then a priest and then the football coach and then a priest. Uh, but he does enroll in Holy Cross College, which is mm-hmm. a private school that is administered by Notre Dame. Um yeah, is that still a thing? Yeah. Is that a real school? It's, uh, it is. I'm still trying to figure out if you can get a full degree or just an associate's degree from there. Mm. Um, I don't know. Interesting. But eventually he gets his grades up after he gets diagnosed with, I was going to say epilepsy. He does not have epilepsy. Uh, no. He has dyslexia. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and he learns that from his teaching assistant friend, D-Bob, mm. played by living mm-hmm. cartoon John Favreau. Living what? Living cartoon. Living piece of deliciousness. Okay. I feel like if John Favreau could hear the way I talked about him, he'd be horrified. Filing a restraining like- order. No, I feel like he'd be like, why now? Have you seen me when I was young? <laughs> I'd be like, yes. Have you seen Swingers? Have you seen I him in The Sopranos? I didn't know he was in The Sopranos. Yeah, he's in a uh, first season episode. Oh, I watched The Sopranos. I guess I just forgot. You forgot? Sorry, he's he's the, the B-plot of the episode. Well, it's because I watched it a long time ago and I had the stomach flu and I was just trying oh. to watch something. He plays John Favreau. Oh, love John Favreau. Uh, so he also gets a job at Notre Dame Stadium as a groundskeeper mm-hmm. and is homeless. Rudy, and, not John Favreau. Yeah, he sleeps on a cot in That part the made stadium. me kind of sad. Hey. It made me sad that he didn't have anywhere to live. It is, yes. That's. I was like, I wish John Favreau had been like, "Hey, come stay with me, pal." Hey, he can't. Come on. I you know. can't stay with D Bob. 
Teapot needs room for the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even say it. Why does he wear two watches? Do we ever talk about that? Ah, uh, yeah. One for the girls and one for the hoes. Period. Me too. <laughs> God dang. Uh, so, helps him learn, helps him get better grades so that he can actually go into Notre Dame uh, eventually. But then Rudy goes home for Christmas. And uh, how does that song start? Driving home for Christmas. Oh, gross. Sorry, Isn't Dave. That, what? Uh, what's, oh, that's Celebrate Me Home. Oh, I was scared for a second. I was like, why are you whispering into the microphone? Please celebrate me home. Give me a number. I was going to turn into like a gospel preacher with that. Amen. Give, Give it to me, me another time. Ooh. That I'll always remember. Praise be. I can recall. What's what's that shocked face? I saw a picture of Bobby Cannavale. <laughs> I got it. I got to zone in. I'm too horny for this. Uh, so, Rudy goes home. They're like, "Oh man, you're doing great. You're doing great at college." And his brother Frank's his like, so proud. "You're a fucking idiot for trying to play his football." His brother Frank sucks ass. Frank what's is his terrible. Deal? What's up with the stick up his butt? He can't choose. You're adults. Right? He's fucking nice. No. Oh, shit. Frank's like my age. And he yeah. can't just say, good job, pal. Good job, pal. You killed no, someone at it. the factory, you bitch. Well, that, w- that was not on Rudy. That was not on Rudy. It was an accident. <laughs> you know when it's an accident, it's never on you. Amen. Oops. Just like, you know. Vehicular manslaughter. Probably not on you. Uh, So, Rudy still keeps trying, and then he loses his girlfriend again. Honestly, fuck her. Why is she showing up with his brother anyway? That's so crusty. I was saying to Gage... Hey, Rudy. I'm with you. Rudy. If my kid was dating someone, and they broke up, and that person tried to date my other kid, I would say, what the fuck? Mm Mm-hmm. This kind of gross. That's weird. Y'all are weird. Like, would you have ever if if one of your brothers was dating someone younger and they broke up and she like approached you, what would you say? I know your brothers are married, but hypothetically, if she approached me, I'd be like, "Good." Like romantically approached you. Yeah, I'd be like, "Be gone, you harlot." That's what I would say too. Yeah. I would cast down my eyes. No, you broke up Bros with the family. You, bro- you you broke up with this incredibly close-knit family of me and my brothers. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 oh, Although, I will man. say recently, uh, my family has been, uh, mostly just over the past two days, my family has texted more than we usually do because my brother is a teacher and he shaved his beard into a mustache uh, and went to school one day. And then he sent a picture of everybody and he was like, I have a mustache. And so then I was inspired. So I shaved a mustache and mm-hmm. I sent a picture to him. And then my other brother, who is not as facially hair blessed as we are, um, like it took him Brian. like a year to grow a beard. And he's kind of kept it. Yeah, Brian. He's kind of 
He's not shaving that thing off. Um, you know what? If it ain't broke, don't fix it, no, Ryan. No. He looks good with it. It just takes him a while. Mm-hmm. Unlike me, where That's I grow okay. a beard in four days. Um, not everyone's follically blessed. It's what makes the world go round. Yeah, that's it. That's what makes the world go round. Um, mm-hmm. So then he sent a picture of his wife's hair as a mustache from behind. Perfect. Over, so it was perfect. Uh, but of my oldest brother's colleagues, he said that I had the best mustache. So finally, wow, one thing spoiled. I have over them. And then something I discovered today that Anna already knows about. I, my mustache is not centered on my face. I don't even know what to tell you. I don't know how it happened. The right side of my mustache is further off my lips than the left side is. You wouldn't know if Dan hadn't pointed it out. No, but when you see it, you're like, oh, that side's just stepping off. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's running away. It's just, it's doing opening the gate. The cross country mm-hmm. stretch. Me. Me Uh, in the gym today trying to look cool. Anyway. (laughs) So then Rudy, after two years of Holy Cross, he's gotten rejected from Notre Dame three times. He gets admitted. He's in. Screaming, crying, throwing up, admitted. After uh, forcing himself on the coach of the team. Yeah. Today, if you tried to do that shit, immediate restraining order. Right. Immediately jail time. Uh, He gets... He's a walk-on on the team. He's not good enough. He's on the practice squad, but because he's got heart. He's got the tenacity. Yeah, he he wants to fuck up the big boys. Oh, the, and they are big. Let they me are. Say, I was. I don't know. I was like, are they on stilts? <laughs> I, they are so much larger than Sean Aston. I feel like that's fake. They all had, like, punk rock boots on, you know? Well, I mean, Vince Vaughn's, like, 6'6". Is he really? He's super tall. John Favreau's a tall gentleman. Yeah. But they really made Sean Astin, pardon my language, look shrimpy. (laughs) Yes. I felt like that was derogatory, so... (laughs) (laughs) You know that slur, shrimpy. (gasps) Stop. That's so mean. Uh, So, he plays well in practice he's got heart he's like hey if i don't play hard you're not going to be prepared against purdue and i'm like trust me rudy they will always be prepared against (laughs) purdue not purdue okay side note did you think to yourself at any point watching this movie that like one false move and this could have been a sad story Oh. <laughs> the way he was letting them absolutely destroy yeah, him physically. Yeah, right? The story he of how a, a small boy got paralyzed on the practice Literally. squad at Notre Dame. The story of how a boy who used to have heart now can't move from the neck down. Rudy. <laughs> that would be really sad. Uh, so he convinces the head coach. Or, uh, I, can, I know they said his name a bunch, but I can't pronounce it. I don't know anything till we start talking about the Packers, okay? Yeah. I could not tell you. Uh, they convince him to let him suit up one game, senior year, senior night. That's what I did in high mm-hmm. school. I played one game of varsity volleyball. Oh, I thought you were going to say football. I was like, you didn't play football. No, I did not play football. I don't want to get tackled. I played a game where I didn't mm-hmm. touch anyone. Um, Amen. As you should. That's why I did cross country. <laughs> so he gets the permission to do that. He's like, you'll play. Don't worry. Uh, but then the head coach retires. Sad. Um, 
and he gets replaced by former Green Bay Packers coach Dan Devine. Period. Dan Devine, Dan Devine. You know they also mentioned another Packers person? Did they mention Vince Lombardi? No. Curly Um, Lambeau? Before Rudy even makes the team when he's just helping. Oh, I never pointed out my cringe point. You didn't. It's when Rudy's in the locker room for the first time. Oh, and he does the speech. speech. (laughs) (laughs) And the um, the other guy's like, wow. He's looking at him like admiration. Like, no. What the fuck? I literally said, I was like, if somebody started doing that in front of me, I'd be like, I have the ick so bad. Hey, sorry, I have to go and slam my head into a wall a couple times. Don't mind me. Yes. I've decided that you can get the ick even from people that you're not attracted to. Okay. And um, it's because of that experience and also some other experiences. But that solidified it for me. It's fair. Who was the other Packers person they mentioned? Oh, what's his name? His name's (laughs) Joe... Hang on. His name is Joe. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um. Hang on. <laughs> so Play interesting. Play some more. Play some more. Uh, Paul Horning. Horning. Yeah, Paul Horning. Yeah, him. Why he is he mentioned? Packers. Because he went to school at Notre Dame and he played on the football team. Oh. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. was a Green Bay Packer. Mm. And for one off season, a New Orleans Saint. Mm. Um, Disgusting. So, the new coach Damn. refuses to put Rudy on the roster. He's never going to well, play. He, he was an NFL coach. I can't say I'm shocked. Right? He said. He said winning isn't everything. It's the only thing. That's what Vince said. Well, that's not what Dan said, but yes, that is no, what but Vince he's said. Re- he, it's winning isn't everything. It's the only thing. Vince Lombardi, Dan Devine, you know, like the office. <laughs> uh, so Rudy, realizing that he'll never play, he's like, fuck it, I quit. Um, he's like kicking the grass, mm-hmm. crying. Oh, what was me? And then it's Fortune, who was the groundskeeper that he has been working with, uh, he's like, don't do this. You'll ruin your life. I left the team because of this. I thought they weren't playing me because of my race. And I'm like, okay, wait a second. When you were there, that that might have been the case. You yeah, might have like, been. Let's circle back to this. Let's circle back to that. You might have had some, some grounds for frustration there. Sir, maybe you were right. And I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying it's a possibility. No, and maybe maybe you were right. If you regret that decision one way or another, that's fine. But, like, don't discount the possibility of that. It felt weird to me that even still in the 70s uh, that they would make the one black guy go into the coach's office first to say he was giving up his spot. Did that rub you wrong, too? Um, I didn't think about it, but... Yeah, I guess. Maybe it's just because I'm watching this through a what things are now giving me the ick eye. <laughs> and it was potential racism. After that speech, it just turned and you're like, ick, ick, oh, Play like a champion today. Yuck. You know what else gave me the ick? How much all of the boys are mean to Rudy and then they turn on a dime. Yes. I was like, 
can we like just be nice to each other and call it a day? Can I mean, we all just be friends. So they're all mean to Rudy, and then there's like a year and a half's worth of montage. So I think they grow That's in true. that montage. I don't care. It was not clear enough. Get 1990 whatever on the phone. <laughs> so he tells Rudy he has nothing to prove to anyone but himself. And that's the, the message that he needs to hear. So he comes back to the team and all of his fellow seniors put their jersey on the coach's desk. And they're like, dress in my place instead. Circle back to at first. I thought it was weird because I thought it was just the one black guy. Just, and they yeah, like, that would be really that's what I thought. And then another guy came in. I was like, okay, now it's not bad anymore. <laughs> I can breathe. Thank God. Literally. Um, so he lets him suit up senior night against Georgia Tech. Mm. Rudy gets his family, gets D-Bob to come. D-Bob uh, came back in a full fucking, like, I know he's at Miami Law with his girlfriend, mm-hmm. Ilsa or whatever. How did they pull a limo already? You don't wake up rich the second you graduate law school. You actually wake up very much in debt. Hey, you know what they say. The 70s were different. That's it. Yep. (laughs) Uh, So he's on the field. He's cheering with the team. Fortune is there looking great. I realize where that reaction gif of someone pumping their fist and going yes is from. What? Yeah, like he's watching it when Rudy gets in the game. He goes like, yes. Oh, I never seen that gif in my life. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Notre Dame's leading 17 to 3. The coach sends the all the seniors into the game except for Rudy in spite of Classic. everyone's urging. Um, a Rudy chant fills the stadium. Vince Vaughn's like, fuck it. We're not doing a victory formation. Throw me the ball. He's We got to get defense in here so Rudy can play. Period. Good oh. job, Vince. Good job, the Vince. The one... One of his three lines in the whole movie. <laughs> After his previous two lines of, fuck you, short stack. Oh, and hated it. I'm Vincent Vaughn, bitch. <laughs> Vincent Vaughn. He looked weirdly thin in this movie. He looked he like Richard burn. Nixon. He looked. Have you seen the picture of oh. Richard Nixon when he played football? No, but that's okay, you should worse look it up. than a dig. That's derogatory. Looks you should like look Richard, it up. Richard Nixon derogatory. <laughs> As opposed to, you look like Richard Nixon complimentary. Yes. <laughs> mm, those jowls look great on you. Vince. Oh, wait, no. No. Richard Nixon <laughs> played. Don't look Nixon. up Vince Vaughn playing football. Football. I forgot for a second. Oh, my God. They're like twins. Right? That's traumatizing. Yeah. Uh, so, defense gets in the game. He plays on kickoff. And in the final play of the game, he sacks the Georgia Tech quarterback. Amazing. Gets carried off the field. Cheers from the stadium. Everyone chanted Rudy to get him in the game. And then in the epilogue, it says that no Notre Dame player has been carried off the field since. That was proven untrue two years later. And then... Oh, really? Yeah. In 1995. Oh, fuck. I thought that was true. I believe I mean, it it. was true at the time. Hmm. And then Rudy graduated from college in 76, and his five younger brothers all earned college degrees. And that is Rudy. Amazing. So nice. So fun. We did it, Joe. We did it, Joe. It's paint by numbers. It's predictable, but it's well done. Yeah, it could be a lot more problematic, as we uh, already noticed from my high anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) It just, there's certain points that just give me anxiety when I watch it. Fair. Completely fair. Mm Mm-hmm. 
but I, this is kind and of like a you are maybe your enjoyment is hurt by thinking of the cultural context around it i think so i think i'm the movie in a vacuum it it wouldn't uh, touch on that because that's not the story it's trying to tell it's telling the story of this mm-hmm. one dude but just mm-hmm. knowing what was happening in the world at the time you're like there's a lot of stuff that's just not well that's the thing seen. i was like waiting for something problematic to happen yeah <laughs> which is bad but like you said like that's kind of just yeah and that's not the movie's fault that's your no. fault it is <laughs> it is because I, I expect people to be horrible <laughs> <laughs> how much of this movie do you no. think is true uh the part that he um played football and that he was from illinois Okay. And that maybe he went to Holy Cross for a while. So the story, like his life and and all that, basically before the senior game, all of Mm -hmm. that is basically true. Maybe dramatized to Mm -hmm. make it interesting. But like he did lose a friend in a mill and then he did go to Holy Cross. He did. um, I don't know about him sleeping in the maintenance place, but why would you lie about that? But. So like mm-hmm. this is like a rather large thing to make up, but uh, the last game and the circumstances surrounding the last game are not exactly how they are portrayed in the movie. Um, okay. So the coach had announced that Rudy would dress for the game a few days before the game. The players did not have to lay their scene, lay their jerseys on the desk. That never happened. Well, that's good because I hated that. It was yeah. giving oh captain my captain, but for no exactly. reason. And also, he said, the the coach was still alive when the movie came out, and he was like, yeah, if they had done that, I would have kicked him off the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So, he, and he agreed to be, like, the villain to make it, the, the coach did, to be mm-hmm. portrayed as the villain. But then he was like, oh, man, they really Stand made me the villain. Yeah. I wasn't okay. that much of an ass. Uh, and then... Joe Montana was also at Notre Dame at the time that Rudy was. He was a freshman um, for the Georgia Tech game. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he said mm-hmm. that the crowd chanting didn't happen. No one chanted Rudy in the crowd. Uh, they oh, carried, Rudy off, carried Rudy off sarcastically. They weren't celebrating him. They were like, yeah, look at this. Um he got carried off by the three biggest pranksters on the team. They were like, look at this what? guy. Yeah. No. He was carried off the field by the three biggest pranksters on the team. Well, 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 if it isn't something actually mean happening. <laughs> All along, I thought it would be racism because it was the 70s. But in fact, it ended up being good old fashioned assholery. Hmm. Which I guess racism does fall into that category too. But that's not what this was. This was just being mean to people that are the same race as you. Yes. Uh, so then after Rudy, after it came out, he became a motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was charged with securities fraud in 2011 um. by the SEC. He was the Great. chairman of Rudy Beverage Inc. I don't know. What the fuck? And then in 2017, he was baptized Mormon. 
And that's why Rudy Every is available phrase. to stream on BYU TV. I saw that first thing, and I was like, I thought he was Catholic. Yeah, right? Interesting. Not the switch I would have made, personally. I have virtually met Rudy. Well, why didn't you open with that? I know, was right? It? Uh, it was fine. It was not okay, well, particularly interesting. Why did you meet him? There was a Marquette alumni thing. He's not a Marquette alum. No, but the two, they, they had like guest speakers for one thing or another. Uh-huh. Uh, and the two guest speakers were him mm-hmm. and then Stephen Crosby, who is Bing Crosby's grandson. I know who you were there for. Yes. And he was super interesting. What was he talking about, Bing? No, he was the just horrible a, abuse Bing he, committed. He's like an entertainment lawyer or something. Oh, um, cool. So he was interesting to talk to, but Rudy, he was kind of there. It just seemed like he was there to be there. Um, but it was in like December 2020. Met him virtually. Anna, would this movie be better or worse than the same with Jonathan Taylor Thomas as Rudy? The same. I think the energy would be the exact same, and I would still cringe at the same things. I don't think... I think it would be worse. I don't think he could be as earnest as Sean Astin is. That's true. Sean Astin's so earnest in this movie, and it this movie made me want to watch the first 20 minutes of Lord of the Rings so bad. <laughs> so, I say the same, but... And I don't think there's a role for Jimmy Stewart in this. As the What are you talking about? Priest? He could be the coach. I mean, yeah, he could be the coach. Sure. It'd be the same. It, no. Yeah. It'd be better. I don't know. Better? I, I just can't really see him in it. That's fair. And on a scale of one to five mill explosions, what do you give it? I'm just flabbergasted because at first I thought you said male explosions and I was disgusted. That's gross. It was gross and I hated hearing it. Um, <laughs> I give it four. Okay. I give I take away one explosion because of the secondhand cringe when he's in the little cleaning when he's cleaning and he does his little speech because that gave me the ick last we forget. How about you, Dan? Uh, I would yeah, I'll give it I'll also give it a four. Four Amazing. male explosions out of five. No, no, <laughs> no. <sighs> uh, anything else to add about Rudy? It's interesting watching it with the knowledge, understanding of the time and um, eyes that I have now, I should say. The lens I can watch it in now. It's a good movie. There are a lot of things to like about it, but there are a lot of things that I'm like, okay, this is just kind of lame. Yeah. But I think that's just me. That's just me being judgmental. Yeah, that's fair. All good. You're allowed to judge. Thank you. How about you, Dan? Um, I got nothing else to add. Fun. Okay. Looking up Zillow for for South Bend, Indiana, 50 years ago. Ugh. They'll pay you to live there. Oh, yeah. for 50 years ago. Never mind. Yeah. Um, so, next week, because it is Halloween season now, mm-hmm. uh, we will be watching the Disney Channel original movie, Twitches. I cannot fucking wait. With zero male explosions. It's going to be so good. 
Uh, that is it for this week's episode of In Conclusion. If you want to support us, we are on social media on Facebook and Twitter at and In Conclusion on Instagram at In Conclusion Podcast. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash In Conclusion. If you want to find me, I am on X at Dan O'Keefe86 and on TikTok at not Dan O'Keefe. Anna, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Optimus Prime 818 or you can find me on X, my worst ne- nemesis nightmare. At Autobots roll out capital O for auto capital B for bots capital R for roll and the O in roll and the O in out R zeros. Wonderful. <laughs> we will be back next week. Hopefully my internet won't fucking go out next week. <laughs> Thrice. Uh, we'll be back next week with Twitches. So in the meantime, everybody stay safe and have fun. Bye bye. Bye. What the fuck? You know what Wisconsin has? Fucking jack shit. And Willem Dafoe.